You are now listening to Out of the Blank. Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank. It's made Ben do some uncomfortable things by talking about a possible film idea. But Ben, happy to have you back on. I'm great to be back. Are you living the journey? Uh, living as long as I can. Now, I don't want to go full into your heart attack thing, but we were just talking a little bit about it a minute ago. And I didn't know until I was listening to one of your episodes and I heard you mention it a couple of days ago. And then you also got COVID on top of that, which I'm 100% so happy that you're okay. Um, you're fine and everything, at least feeling better. I mean, you look good, uh, but how'd you, what happened, dude? Like the full story. All right. Here's the full breakdown. Um, we went to a concert outdoor venue. We were as safe as we can be and, uh, got COVID. And when I got COVID, um, like uh, I was really ran down cause it was like a four day music festival. So, I, uh, you know, we were, we were having a great time. I saw Metallica twice, <laughs> And uh, both performances were great. Saw the Misfits. You know, it was like it was it, four days is too much. I'm too fucking old. But it was a it was a great experience. Um, we got home on Sunday night. Monday we was kind of ran down because you know it's four days, exhausting. Yeah. And so Tuesday, I felt sick, and so I was like, all right, this is a little bit different than sickness. So I went to go get tested. Got tested positive for COVID, and I was like, "All right." So that meant everyone in the house had COVID because I was around everybody. My wife got it, my son got it, so we all had COVID. Uh, my son, no symptoms at all. He had COVID, no symptoms. He wasn't sick. He he didn't. He felt fine. He was acting fine. He was doing his normal thing. So it is what it is. Didn't even need me like medicine, like, you know, Tylenol, cold, you know, any of that stuff. We had to force him to take a couple of things just so we'd be like, look, just in case, uh, wife got real sick, but, um, I went through the whole thing. The sickness ramped up and then ramped down. And then on my last day of quarantine, I, uh, you know, I was feeling good. I woke up in the morning. I had a whole bunch of shopping to do so much shit to go through, but, uh, it was seven o'clock and I was like, ah, five more minutes. And then next thing you know, I'm like, I'm laying down. I get this pain pressure right in the middle of my throat chest area. And um, boom, I, I already knew it was a heart attack. It was my second one because I had the exact same pain and pressure last time. But last time, though, I let it get really bad because like last time I ended up like having a hard time to breathe. I was sweating. I was like, I was literally thinking like, uh, maybe I'm OK. I just feel a little weird. And like I was sweating so bad, I stood in front of the fan. And um, that didn't help anything. So on this one, I didn't let it get that bad because I, I got dressed. I was like, let me walk around, see if it goes away. Um, I took my blood pressure, had my wife take me straight to the hospital, got to the ER. And when I got to the ER, they, you know, because when you go in with any kind of chest pain, chest pressure, and like that, they instantly take you to the back to check it, do an EKG on you. So they did EKG on me. And then when they did that EKG, took me straight to surgery. Didn't fuck around. They're like, nope, going straight to surgery. So they took me straight to surgery. And then um, I had to get a, the catheter done where they stick it through the wrist all the way up to the heart. So it's like a big old tube that they 
pushed to your heart. And then when it gets to your heart, then they start doing the surgery. At least I'm assuming that's how it works because that's what I remember them saying. And um, I ended up having a hundred percent blockage. So where the blockage was a couple of inches in front of it, it was 40% to a hundred percent blockage. And um, that right there is a done deal. That's like the, the, you know, hundred percent blockage is like, what the fuck? They so Widowmaker, don't they? It, it's my second one. So that's the just straight Widowmaker. And so um, they did as much as they could to remove, try to remove the blood clot. So they had to shove a whole bunch of uh, blood thinner in there. They call clot buster to bust up the clot. Wasn't working. So they ended up putting three stents in me to open up the vein so I can, you know, so the blood clot can go through. And so that's what they ended up doing. And then I was awake the whole surgery because they were waiting for me to tell them I felt better to, uh, you know, know I was okay. And it was even more crazy as I, as I think about it now. Um, they asked me what some of my favorite bands were. So I started listing them off. And there was Slayer raining blood playing in the background while I was getting surgery done. That's the second heart attack experience I've heard in the past week. It's fucking it's, crazy, brother. I've heard, so, hey. I've heard, uh, who is it? Maddie Matherson, the, the chef guy, like the, he's like, I I'm used to rip tendons and doing cocaine and being all this type of pain because when I experienced a heart attack, it was a pain that you could never, you, you would be able to pinpoint it exactly what it is every single time it ever happens. Cause it's something that's like, it's a pain you haven't realized before. And, um, that's intense, man. I didn't know it was to the depths of that store. I didn't know you had to get surgery and all that too. But yeah, that Widowmaker one is when they blocks a certain percentage of uh, your heart. There's the they call it the Widowmaker for a reason. It's usually because it's hard possibility to be able to help somebody with that. Exactly, and uh, I'm prone to clots. You know what I'm saying? That's just one of those things. Is I it's just something that I've had to live with since I was 36 because uh, I have some weird disease or not disease. You can't call it disease. I have like a genetic condition that causes blood clots they say you can go your whole life without ever knowing you have it but then all of a sudden it mine's just popped up at an older age and so um because i cause these blood clots i've been on blood thinners for a long time and because like i said this is i've had uh i've had two strokes and two heart attacks now uh two acute strokes one you know i, I had the widow maker and then another widow maker and I thought it was good because like I said, I take my prescriptions every day. I'm really on, I'm, for the majority of the point, I'm pretty much on, I might miss two days out of the month of not taking my pills on time, but I'm usually pretty good about it. But uh, because of COVID, COVID causes blood clots. And so I, you know, go figure I'm vaccinated. So that's what helped me get through my actual like um, COVID and what's even crazier is uh, after I had got, uh, I was done with my quarantine and I got to the ER and then after the ER, they had to put me in ICU and I was in ICU by myself. So I was in my own room because, you know, I, you know, technically I, you know, I have COVID and for them to be on the safe side for the hospital, they had to quarantine me still. And when I was up in the quarantine, you know, there, it's a big hospital, it's a Kaiser hospital. Everyone that was around me was on ventilators. Oh, I was God. the only one not on a ventilator, but also to the, I was the only one that, you know, I don't <laughs> know how much by ripping them all me. out of everybody. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and one of the things that, you know, I don't know if how true the lady was telling me, she says, you're the only one here that's been vaccinated. So because of that, you know, I hundred percent feel that the vaccination got me through COVID, 
but also too, it get you know either the vaccination gave me a heart attack or COVID gave me a heart attack or the combination of everything gave me a heart attack because he said that COVID and they even said the 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 doctor I talked to is, is the flu can do the same thing as this. It could give you, it causes blood, you to form blood clots. So like, regardless, I was forming, gonna be forming blood clots. So now they put me on an even stronger blood thinner, not even just one blood thinner, two blood thinners. So I'm on two blood thinners now for the rest of my fucking life. Do you think that the way like, cause you're a fitness guy like me and then the diet thing as well too, do you think that helped a lot to help you get over COVID? Or do you think that also, cause nobody talks about the health portion aspect of this. I literally just saw the Sesame street thing where big bird and everybody on Sesame streets telling, Hey kids get vaccinated. Like saying it to kids, they did a whole episode about it. And the, the enemy Oscar, the grouch was in the trash can taking that horse medicine that everyone was talking about. It's like, I, I, I just love the propaganda, but I love how everyone is skipping over the main aspect of like, you should be eating healthy. You should be taking care of your body. I mean, we see people every heart attack, heart attacks are the number one killer in the world. I mean, and nobody talks about those things. It just happens like, oh, you're going to get one. Everyone gets one eventually. It's like, no, you can learn to prevent a heart attack. It's just knowing about, you know, being healthy in some aspects, but then you get a heart attack. And I start wondering, I'm like, maybe the supplements. Well, see, and that's the thing. It's like, um, Heart health. Um, I literally just had my uh, phone appointment with the cardiac, uh, uh, the cardiac health rehabilitation person, and uh, she was giving me a questionnaire. She's trying to help me, you know, be recover and become healthy. And the thing is, is I was out of the hospital in two days with the heart attack. All right, and the reason I feel like that is because I'm healthy. I take care of myself. I work out. I do exercise. Yeah. And with me saying that, the reason I feel that is this way, I'm talking with the cardiologist, the cardiac rehabilitation nurse, and she's like, all right, have you thought about going vegan? Have you thought about being a vegetarian diet? Um, you know, tell me what's going on. And I tell her, look, I eat red meat. I'm 6'5". I'm very athletic. I'm not athletic, but I'm very muscular. And the thing is, is I'm not going vegan because I need meat to sustain my body. If I were to become vegan, you know how much food... I would have to consume to maintain my size. Yeah. It's it, it just to maintain my muscle mass would be astronomical. You well, know even what I'm vegan I, people, I would not stop eating all day long. The calories vegan, would be ridiculous. Vegan people don't want to admit it, but when Tra Travis Barker, the guy who plays in Blink 182, got into the giant accident, had to get like that plane accident, got all his skin burned off. Um, he talked about when he was he was vegan before that and um, when he was in the hospital, he had to eat beef jerky, just up his protein. So his body would naturally react to that meat that was being absorbed. People don't want to admit to that, that are vegan, but it's a true thing. Yeah, Well, no, it, it's a true, like I said, I, uh, the, to, to maintain my muscle size, it would be like, I, like it, it, it's like, it's, it's hard to even calculate how many calories I would have to intake, but that's just one of those things. You know what I'm saying? And I let the nurse know and she's a, well, we don't really recommend people eating red meat. Well, I eat lean red meat all day long. I'm perfectly healthy. I, I eat lean red meat, barely any carbohydrates and, 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 and with a, a, with a minute amount of fats with my food and, you know, I'm healthy. And I got out of the hospital in two days and she was telling me that she, she's having this awkward conversation with me because she was like, normally I'm talking to people that have been, and this is how she put it, that have been eating church's chicken for 40 straight years and they don't and they don't want to stop and the church's chickens will cause their heart attack because all they're doing is eating out their saturated fats are so freaking high that their, their heart their arteries are clogged 
from all the platelets and all the stuff caused by fast food, greasy food, unhealthy eating. And that's not me. I'm, I'm literally had my, my, my arteries and everything was clogged by blood clots. So my heart, my, my heart attack's not typical. You know what I'm saying? I'm eating a healthy lifestyle. I'm exercising. And the reason I was able to recover is I'm not hundred percent recovered, but I'm recovered enough to where I can sit here. I can be home. I can drive. I can do out and about things. I just can't run a marathon right now. You know what I'm saying? I, I'd be burned out by the time I hit the end of the block. Yeah. But because I had this active lifestyle, <clears throat> I'm perfectly healthy. I'm perfectly fine. I was able to walk out of the hospital and kind of just shrug it off. You know what I'm saying? That That's the, that's the beautiful thing about being in shape and taking care of yourself and maintaining a healthy diet. You know what I'm saying? Even when she asked me what about to eat, I, was like, I got four kids. I break down. I take them out. You know what I'm saying? We, we might go, you know, twice a month, three times a month at the most. It's crazy, brother. Did it, did it cause you to um, start to examine something, anything a little bit differently? Cause I know when people have heart attacks, they have like a change of pace or change of mindset. I mean, have you started focusing on more of the health aspect too? Cause you kicked COVID and then you kicked a heart attack too. So that's two things at once. And I'm just looking at it. Like, I mean, you probably would be the best person to talk to about, you know, getting healthy for a lot of people out there to listen. And that might, you know, have, I know, I hate that it always turns into the health talk where everyone's like, Oh, stop telling me to get healthy. But it's like in crucial aspects, all the people that are telling you to get healthy are people that don't have a giant major news platform. And all the news platforms are just telling you they're scaring you into things. And this is where I have a huge distrust of the medical association and even the food industry and everything in general, because there's been so many lies that have been covering up. And it's like, you would think with COVID like prime comorbidities, right? Like the ones that ones being obese, all these factors that play in a 75 year old with diabetes dies. And then you see a younger person like, what is his name? Oh, God, I'm going to blank on his name. Discount double check, man. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. Discount double check, discount double vax. Like, I don't understand. He's not vaccinated, but he also talks about, you know, eating healthy and all these things. And everyone's giving him shit. I'm like, when did, when did it become a society where we're rejecting? There used to be a giant push for people to want to become fitness people. But now you're seeing and then they go, well, this fitness influencer died from it. And it's like, well, did they have something else going on with them? Like, you got to start looking at these things about getting an aspect of being healthy. It's not fat shaming. Yeah, it's just it's not. Well, changing that's your diet. the thing is like it, 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 it's uh, all of a sudden it's a uh, it almost makes me feel like the, the agenda of fitness is being a right wing, left wing thing now. But the thing is, is. Being healthy is just a thing that everyone's supposed to do because guess what? We have so much, for those who live in the United States and those who live in metropolitan areas, we have access to dollar hamburgers. We have access to the cheapest of meats and cheapest of foods. And guess what? It is easier to eat a $1 burger than it is to eat a $5 salad. You know what I'm saying? And even if you got a $5 salad, you get $5 worth of hamburgers. And that right there in itself is like, do I want to eat something and feel hungry or do I want to eat something and feel full? And that's the mentality of what people think. You know what I'm saying? No one, no one really wants to take their health into account. And look, anybody can do whatever they want. That's how I've always been my whole life. You want to eat like that? You eat like that your whole life? Perfectly fine. But the consequences come with it. But the thing is, is I walked away from a heart attack. I'm not taking that lightly at all. Understand, I just project myself this way because guess what? That's what helps me deal with it. I've always been a macho man. I've always been a very tough dude. And, you know, I'm scared. 
that shit's crazy. But the thing is, is I'm fine. I'm perfectly fine. I know I can get past it because guess what? I have a healthy background that's let me walk away from this. I've known plenty of people. I have a friend of mine who had a stroke. He's stuck in a chair, bro. He, he can't wheel around. But you know what? He's still exercising. He's still moving. And he's still getting shit done. But it happened to him at an older age. And you know what? That's just what it is. But the thing is, is if you take care of yourself, you'll have a better chance of walking away from a heart attack. You have a better chance of surviving. You have a better chance of living longer. You know what I'm saying? And it's just so fucking insane that people want to put people like that down. Like, like it, like it's, it's almost like it's a, it's a bad thing to be a healthy person nowadays. And that's how they portray it. And it's so fucking insane that they do that. Well, I think it all ended when the meat and the vegan kind of feud stopped and it became like farming. And then there's like industrial farming and there's people that want to like the homegrown producers. And it's like, I don't necessarily, I think there's sides on both parts of it. I think everyone's got their own kind of perspective that really works. I know me and Brad talked a while back around like episode 600 about like, Oh, meat like cattle is the number one thing for greenhouse emissions i was like well there's a billion other things out there too maybe that's one that's leading more than the others but there's no way you can just stop a whole society from consuming beef you know eventually it's probably going to be in some type of paste form but i think you hit this level where i don't think vegans are wrong and i don't think meat eaters are wrong i don't really eat meat but i understand the need for it i mean i've been looking at my diet recently because you know having the digestive issues but when i eat beef like beef i go to the bathroom like it's, and I, that's the one food I cut out. And that's the one thing where everything kind of stopped going in. So I'm like, maybe sprinkling in it here or there and testing it out and see if it works. I don't know. But I, I, there used to be commercials of people that would sell you a diet like Weight Watchers or Adkins. And then oh, there used yeah. to be fat burning pills and all these things. Where's that shit now? I don't even see a push for the bullshit. I don't even see a push for anything that happens to do with the weight because. When do we be, I mean, weight sensitive is, I would say, I don't understand. I mean, everyone thinks about it 24 seven when you look in the mirror, or at least I do. So I start to question of like, when did we stop acting like this wasn't the thing that was there? When did we start looking at it as demonized and then choosing not to focus in on it? So then it goes for so long without being talked about where you start seeing people drop off. Oh yeah. Once the pandemic hit, the health kick pretty much stopped. And the reason it stopped is because guess what? Gyms are closed. Healthy food was no longer making money because everybody's trapped in their house. No one has an outlet. No one has the ability to go anywhere. And so because of that, I'm pretty sure that's why it's dropped. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just so insane that, that like, it's just so frowned upon right now. You know what I'm saying? At least I feel like it is. I feel, uh, you know, there, there are people like, um, I've been going to the gym now. And, uh, and what I'm saying when I'm going to the gym is I drop my son off at school. I literally go sit on a bike and I pedal for about an hour just so I can get my cardio in to kind of get my wind back up. And, you know, it's like, it's dead in the gym at the prime time in the morning. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's wide the fuck open. I'm like, man, this used, this shit used to be packed, packed in the mornings. Well, and I, now work, it's not. I work at one and like during the pandemic, when everything opened back up, like the very first time it opened up, there's a lot of people there for a couple of months going, but I think everyone's like, they lost their progress that they were at before and if they're not still trying to get it back they've just given up on the aspect of it and tried to find other things and i'm like you really i mean i get it because like the gym's been phasing out with me for a little bit when it comes to the podcasts and stuff but 
I still need those days where I'm working out and I'm really into it. And I'm, you know, I'm having fun with it as well too. Cause it's a stress reliever. I went this morning. I hate people that just come in and talk. That's all they want to do is fucking talk. Yeah, drives but me fucking insane. Also, I wish the fitness talk wasn't people just didn't glaze over at the aspect of it. It's not that you have to work out, but I mean, just getting your body or your mind right. I mean, people aren't healthy with themselves, not only the aspect of what they eat, but just on how they feel. And I think that you project that out on other people. I don't think people realize how much a diet is the very first step in fixing that. You know, it's it's funny because like uh, um, I was just having a conversation with somebody where, the, you know, and they're an accredited person. And they're talking about now they are, they're literally prescribing weightlifting to older people. And the reason they're prescribing weightlifting to older people is because they're finding that weightlifting is literally the reverse of old age. You know what I'm saying? Because if your body's pulling for this much energy after you retire, after you're no longer working and you start exercising, what ends up happening is it literally pulls blood to the areas of your body that need to be moving. You know what I'm saying? It's just so it's just, the older people that would always be in the gym exercising. Of course, they're bullshitting, but they're still exercising. You ever notice that they actually last longer? And the reason they're lasting longer is because they're actually doing what they're supposed to be doing because you're no longer working. You retire. Guess what? You show up to the gym every day. You work out. You know, of course, you're going to bother people. But guess what? It's also you them. Yeah. And when I mean bothering people, I know we all know those old people in the gym that want to be like, oh, I'm back in my day. And you know, and, you know, I used to do this for a living and, you know, you want to give you your life story, but at the same time, they're still, they're exercising here and there. It's just one of those things that the doctors are actually prescribing now for older people. And it's just, that should let you know, if you start now at a younger age, exercising, and just like, like I said, not just on the bike, but at least, you know, 10 minutes on the bike to warm up and 20 to 30 minutes of actual weightlifting exercise. And you can make it quick. You don't got to do nothing special guess what the fucking happened? You can start extending your life now. And because, and, and just that little bit of exercise, whether it's in the day or night, evening, wherever you're doing it, it's going to profoundly change you. And people don't see that. anymore. I think it trains your muscles after a while, just to be ready at those aspects. Like I with warming up, I get people warm up, but I've never warmed up and I might have some like stretch issues or some tendon issues because of that. But also my muscles are used to the things that I do. So it knows it's getting ready to prime. I never have to like, you know, like you see older people come into the gym or whatever, at least at my work, you know, they're ready. They're primed to go. And I'm like, well, you're up early. You're ready to go bench already. They're like, yeah, I've been benching for years. It's like it, my muscles don't need to work up to it. I don't need to just do the elliptical when I'm old. I could do other things as well, too. And I'm like, yeah, you would think it was the prime essence of caring about your body now. And I get it because it's like it's a lot, some people is just drinking or something like that. But there's a crucial aspect of health that I'm like, when is society ever going to bring that back? I think me and Jason were talking about Jason was like, you know, lucky charms are on the food pyramid. Now I'm like, I don't know if he's right or not, but man, <laughs> no, he's right. It's uh, it's on the food pyramid. If you really look at it though, like what do we, what's the science now? I mean, the sugar industry lied so long ago. Do you think oh, it's yeah. happening in reverse again? Like everything we just kind of rehashed, figuring out that they lied. Do you think they're just covering it back up? Coke. Oh yeah. Instance. Yeah. No, no, that, that, that's a hundred percent fucking true because guess what? The sugar company, they developed, like you said, they developed the food pyramid, the food pyramid. And then, you know, come to find out, Oh, the food pyramids reverse. It should be the other way around. And then it's like, Oh no, it's all this new other stuff. And it's like, 
damn like these they can't make up their mind what they want you know what i'm saying whatever well, the like, narrative of making money is is the way they're gonna go it's like when chick or all the other uh sites out there when chick-fil-a was going through that transgender ban that they were protesting about every company switched their banner to have a rainbow profile picture i necessarily don't want that coming from my food advice of what's supposed to be healthy or not are we going to shift it around all because the tides have changed no i don't th- think that's how it works and that's the thing is that chick-fil-a thing it was just the owner's the owners of the company are a certain demographic of religion. And they're like, that's against our policies. But guess what? That doesn't represent our companies. And so everyone was like, I'm not going to eat this because this is what it is. I was like, look, it's just a company. They don't like that, but that's just their policy. They're not, they're not saying you can't come here. They're not saying you can't eat here. They're not saying any of that stuff, but it's just the religious beliefs of the owners of the company that have. And so that's why everyone was protesting. And it was even more crazy. You ever see crunchy chicken at a gas station? Crunchy chicken? Yeah. You ever go, either like out here, we have gas stations and they have fried chicken at the gas stations. It's called crunchy chicken. And it's like with two K, it's with a K in front of instead of C's. And what most people don't know is Chick-fil-A owns that. The companies that own Chick-fil-A own that. And so there are stacks of people that line up to eat this chicken and not even know if the owners of Chick-fil-A, if they didn't say what their beliefs and their religion is, people would still be eating Chick-fil-A because it's that fucking good. I don't think we're ever going to get out of the realm of processed foods. Not like processed foods are just never not going to be here, but I think they're going to contaminate multiple other things too. When I was reading an article about Coca-Cola, how they were literally using, uh, they were paying farmers in this local town to start spraying their crops with the type of water that they created, like how they created Dasani. Dude, if you read like where it says purified water, if you read the ingredients into that, it's purified water. But why does it, why is it's not water though? They get off by saying it is though. It's like reversed osmosis. It's like, but why does it have this in there? Like this is the same element you use in Coke. And you yeah, start realizing like it's to make you thirsty. It's it, it's it, to make you thirsty. Dude, it's fucking nuts. Where I'm like, what is it? like okay, so our crops are gonna be sprayed with the type of uh chemical created by fucking Coca-Cola. Well, the Monsanto's thing that's linked in with Coke, you know, they were the people responsible for Agent Orange. Oh, yeah. What the they, fuck? They, are, we're putting that in our bodies, man. They, they've done they've they've done that for so long. And then um, I was just watching the thing about bottled water and uh, the comp- the Nestle company. They pull water out of one of the Great Lakes. They filter it and then they bottle it. And that's how they get their water. And they've been doing it for years. And they're not even paying the money that they need to be paying from where they pulling it from. Yeah, about to say Nestle in June got a lawsuit of two point something million dollars that they just paid off to the Supreme Court to overlook their working conditions with fucking miners overseas. You know, it's it. I'm pro finding out where your shit comes from, and I'm also pro making sure that you're not supporting a corporation or something that might be abusing the shit out of whoever that it is and sadly people don't want to look into that type of stuff whether it's the ccp whether that's whatever it is when it comes like chinese government all these governments out there that are doing something i just don't want to get to the point where people become so complacent and letting corporations tamper their shit where even the healthy options if i choose to go get a stick of celery i shouldn't have to check like I have a like a uh, allergic reaction to a certain chemical that might be made in a field by that celery stalk that I picked up. That doesn't make fucking sense, but it's going to get to that point. 
Yeah, no, no, it's getting to that point. It's getting to that point where everything's got to be so translucent that we have to know every step by step. Otherwise, if we don't agree with one aspect of whatever point that our product is, is if you're like, no, I don't support that. So I'm not buying that. You know what I'm saying? That's how a lot of these companies are. Is like, you know, a lot of these people are like, I won't buy this because they donated to this person. They donated to this company or, you know what I'm saying? Um, they're getting their raw materials from this. And so it's not even like the manufacturer made, it's the materials you guys use to make this is coming from some child labor overseas or it's some unethical, you know, mining, you know what I'm saying? And people don't want to purchase products because of that. And it's just so fucking insane that it goes that deep. You know what I'm saying? That if I don't know the complete aspect of the chain of command of your materials and products, I don't want it. What do you think they would tell you if you even asked? Well, you're not. That's the thing is there's people that infiltrate companies to find out these information so they can be the fucking whistleblowers. And that's the crazy fucking part. But people like um, uh, Savannah, whoever her name was, the one that exposed um, phthalates that are coming from plastics, that plastics are contaminating our blood, which is literally dropping the fertility count in the human species. That's why kids are getting small. Every every generation of kids are experiencing smaller and smaller taints. And somehow uh, taints even linked with, with chimps, male taint, male chimps taints are bigger because it's um, – happens to do with a certain breeding factor that's linked to like humans also have this as well too so the smaller and smaller your taint size they're saying at one point maybe i know it sounds ridiculous saying the word taint and your taint size but your fertility count is literally linked to the size of your taint where at one point our human species might have a cloaca which is a fucking just like a duck where it's all just one like hole that's it there's nothing else, and that's because of the fact that we've let plastic into our bodies, and that's exposing future generations, kids being born. What happens as soon as they're born? They got a little bit of plastic already in their blood from their parents before them and their parents before them. The fertility count has went from 47% from my uh, my great-grandfather to your grandfather um, to now it's at, like I think, a total of like 90-something percent is the lowest fertility count where experiences miscarriages, people. P- people wonder why it's so hard to have fucking kids now it's not only a matter of expenses you couldn't even have them if you tried it's hard as shit because the fact everything we use is plastic everything we use is some type of chemical i'm drinking out of a pepsi can right now that's aluminum but i guarantee you there's fucking plastic in that because everything is manufactured with that and it's a chemical substance that we haven't even found a way to be able to destroy we can recycle the shit out of it but that's it that's it. And we can't, it doesn't biodegrade, doesn't nothing. You know what I'm saying? And people, people are trying to make anything and everything they can out of these water bottles, but what makes it even more crazier and we'll take it to the next level is recycling centers are closing down. Recycling centers are almost non-existent. So people used to take their aluminum cans, their glass bottles, their plastic bottles, and they're shutting these recycling centers down. All right. I live in the Bay Area. And I know so many people that make money that literally make money. Like they, all they do is collect bottles, cans, and they take them to a recycling center and make hundreds of dollars. All right. And all the major recycling centers that you used to be able to, and they used to be everywhere. You could literally go to like almost any liquor store or not liquor store, but like a, you know, chain, you know, store. And there'd be like a storage container there where you can literally go weigh your bottles and cans and then cash you out. That was a legitimate recycling company. It used to be all over the Bay area. Now there's only one and people line up around the corner all day long 
to be able to recycle their stuff. You used to be able to show up at recycling centers and be able to drop off water heaters, TVs, fucking like all like anything that was recyclable, they would take. But the only thing they would cash you out on is like water bottles, like say clear water bottles, glass bottles in multiple colors, and then aluminum cans. And like I said, you would take them in there, they'd put them in a bin, be weighed, and then you'd get cashed out for your, your fucking five cent fee. You know what I'm saying? Because we all have, if you look on the back of water bottles, it tells you, oh, the recycling amount for this is, and then it's five fucking cents. High mean you, five cents. Yeah. And you're, and you know what? You're supposed to be able to take it to any store that you purchase it at and be able to get the resumption back. That's the whole point of that. Is so you're like, oh, okay, hey, here's my plastic water bottles, five cents each, and then you get cashed out. But if you go to most stores, it'll say, oh, talk to our management and we'll locate, we'll send you to the, the closest location for a recycling center. All right. And when you fucking go to that recycling center, then they would take, you would get cashed out. They, they would weigh all your bottles and be like, oh, okay, these are how many bottles you have. This is how much money you're going to get back. And that's how it used to be. But here in the Bay Area, they don't have that anymore. All the major ones closed except one. And now that one's over being over, like literally like swamped 24 fucking seven now. You know what I'm saying? They're not open 24 seven, but now they're swamped. So how in the hell are you supposed to recycle these things? If you can't even get it to the recycling fucking center. We all have recycling garbage cans, but guess the fuck what? That goes straight to a fucking dump. They're not sorting it. All they're doing is grinding it the fuck up and then putting it to some general fucking shit. I used to see, I have other problems with California. And I think my major problem is the fact that during the pandemic, they put sand in all the skate parks to stop people from skateboarding because they were afraid that they're going to be too close. I'm like, that already shows you that there's something wrong in the deep seated political part of that, that fucking state. And that's the thing is like that right there is like an isolated incident of one fucking stupid fucking Karen of like, I'm going to say, because that, that wasn't really happening. Like the majority of all I seen was they've taped off a few places, but like right here next to my house, I have a major city park. The skate park never closed. They didn't lock it. The only thing they did to this park was take the basketball hoops down. And then they put them back up once the, you know, everything kind of settled the fuck back down. We have tennis courts and guess what? The nets were still out there and people were still out there playing tennis. The kids were literally going into the skate park and then the regular park was still fucking open. It, it's about having general fucking sense, but you get these fucking people like, well, we're shutting down and I'm taking this very fucking seriously. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Who the fuck are you to, to, to intersect into somebody else's fucking life when they want to enjoy it? If there's one person in the park, it's the fuck what? That person has the run of the fucking park. If there's one kid that wants to go to the skate park, let him fucking enjoy himself. No, I'm throwing sand. You know what I'm saying? About to say, I've definitely. heard so much. And I'm like, I wonder if it's everybody in California that there's either people that are 100% for that or there's people that just don't give a fuck and they're kind of living their life and hoping that nobody stops their stuff. But the dude, the things you hear, I mean, we heard for the longest time that Florida was this cesspool of hell and they have the lowest numbers now where you start going like, what is right? What is what is happening? Why are you why isn't the news not talking about that? No, because they spent the past month and a half shitting on them. Yep. Exactly. And you can't give it to them. And that's one of those things too. It's like, uh, you know, the, the, you're talking about places like that, that, that close the park down like that, or like HOAs, an HOA place that's in like some highfalutin area. You know what I'm saying? The majority of, of the Bay area, people were thinking of like, Oh, all these millionaires. Like, no, you got, you got San Francisco, San Diego and LA Beverly Hills, all that fucking shit. 
those are like three spots everywhere else here is below standards below means we're just average joe fucking schmoes it's only these three fucking areas that you have these fucking idiots that feel so fucking privileged because they're so much better than everybody else that because they're so fucking rich that they can just nope not in my fucking town not in my fucking park and it's just so fucking insane to me you know even when you look at the deaths that they're reporting about oh well florida still has the number one top deaths it's like do you know that florida has probably the most amount of old people possible like that's a retirement place to go golfing of course they're going to have more deaths there they said maryland was up there too but maryland wasn't about covid deaths maryland was about just violence in general there's just deaths all around when it comes to like getting shot or something and I, i i think people really the news purports it in such a way that makes it seem like this, but they get off by saying, Oh, well, we didn't say that exactly. You, we kind of inferred it, but you run with it with what you will. And I'm like, well, that fucks up so much shit where that's what pisses me off is the amount of misinformation that gets put out there. It's like, well, when I start talking about something and I I hear something saying it's oh, it's this, this drastic, it's like, why aren't you just being honest about the types of stuff so people can be informed? That's what the news was there was to keep you informed. And now it's there just to keep you scared. Oh, it's just clickbait, bro. It's just clickbait now. Everything I read is clickbait. I don't even read articles anymore. It's got to the point where I'll look at a title. I'll read the title and I'll be like, oh, yo, man captured being sued. And I'm like, all I needed to fucking know, because guess what? That article has nothing to do with anything that I want to fucking know. Because all they're doing is just, if it's not a clickbait, it's not capture, if it's not interesting, if, if they can't pull eyes to their channel, their fucking, their articles, they can't, they, they, you know, they're not making money. They're just not making money. That's just what it is. Before, the news would be something you would sit down to, watch, and then be informed. And now it's just like, I, I don't, I don't want to hear about how, you know, some, some basic fucking bullshit is happening today. I want to fucking like actually know what's happening in the world. What's the news. And can I trust what you're saying? And that's no longer what it is. It's, it's, it's whatever the, the most, you know, newsworthy thing is, is what's going to fucking brought, bring the most people. You know what I'm saying? It could be a lot of times, like you see shit where it's like, you know, I don't know, man. Like I said, I don't even watch the news anymore. I don't even look at the news. I have the news channels of my local neighborhood in my phone. And, you know, I'll get articles of like fluff pieces like, hey, they're they're donating here. Or like uh, we just had an ATM get caught with a skimmer in my neighborhood. And that's the kind of shit that I want to see. I want to see local fucking news that's happening in my fucking area. I'm tired of watching and seeing clickbait shit. Do you think that people just are really this gullible or do you think that people really just don't care? People don't fucking care anymore, man, because we've been shoved full of so much shit that nobody knows what to believe. So they just fucking whatever. I think you know what I'm saying? people are a hundred percent forward until it's something that goes against what they, their opinion is. I think a lot of the times the news purports an overall general consensus of what's the proper opinion, but it's weird because these times now you're seeing them literally create, opinions and people that necessarily out of fear or out of some type of aspect i think covid was probably the most profitable one of all time i watched an article where it was like do you think this was the first virus that might have been created in a lab and it's sort of going through every single virus and every single outbreak where they're managing these types of things and even with the the lab theory or that's being looked into even though the report says the nih did fund but they changed the definition so technically he wasn't lying but when it comes to like um 
what is it? I was just about to say something. We established a whole nother thing after that. All that came out, all the receipts and all the thing about gain of function research, literally making a base that's like $1.3 billion that is to make viruses and manipulate them outright now. You think if something came from that, you wouldn't do the complete full towards what already created it. You would establish people to sit out in front of these incidences where these viruses could manipulate and monitor them to make sure it doesn't happen but instead like no we're gonna we're gonna put it and we're gonna manip- manipulate it first and then we'll be able to recover from it i'm like do you eat a fu- way i don't get it if you're going through like a, a type of like uh illness or something do you take the medication after or do you just take it before so you know you will prevent the illness i don't get it it's fucking crazy bro and this is literally what real life is right now and that's the crazy fucking part it's a fucking dark time, and I'm wondering if it's going to get better because if people can't believe that the news would do this type of thing where the news is the best example of watching something manipulate and turn tail. Why do you? Why do people think that the industry that gives us our food wouldn't do that? We have an FDA that regulates food. You're telling me someone can't throw them a couple dollars or something like that, maybe a couple million dollars, and grease their hands a little bit to and oversight it's been some happening. things? It's been they, happening. They it's been known it with, and seen the show. With zero-calorie foods. It's nothing zero calories. It's a small little minute thing, but they're able to get away from it because it's so little. I'm like, that's a fucking lie in itself. Put one that and is. a half on the fucking can. Exactly. And it, like I said, that, that that's literally what it is, man. We're living in these fucking dark times where you can't trust, you can't even trust the government. You know what I'm saying? Before you, that used to be a thing. Oh, you, you can trust the government because they're they're here to take care of they us. They made posters to, about us. Yeah, and you can't even do that now, man. You can't tr- can't trust your teachers. Shit, you can't even trust the history being taught in our own fucking country now because it was all fucking brought to the fucking light, and like a lot of the shit is just being taught incorrectly. You know what I'm saying? If we're we're starting at the beginning, misinforming everybody, guess the fuck what happens. It's going to get into I'm I'm really fearing something big coming down the line, and I don't know what that's going to be, if it's going to be complete government control or if it's going to be some type of riot again. But like I was watching the Kyle Rittenhouse kind of trial that's still going on. Yeah, I was on. reading transcript from yesterday. It's like, you know, the kid, obviously, he's upset about what happened, but there is some wrong stuff that did happen. Like he. He didn't give a shit about helping those people. He only cared about being aggressive, kind of authoritative figure in an aspect. And then he kind of wimped out, but he turned himself in and I'm watching it. I'm like, it's just, just like the Chauvin trial. You see thoughts on both sides and there's unpopular opinions amidst this subject, but you're really watching like, why does this have to be nine days or seven days or however long it's going on for where I'm like, we should just, this should be a day process or a two-day process but the whole fucking thing is screwy and i'm like this is where i'm seeing tweets about people saying if he doesn't go into jail we riot and i'm like i do not understand when society is just going to keep taking a step forward and then 10 steps back like you get to a point where there's an edge and then you're going to fall the fuck off of it you know what's funny is like i was just looking at an article yesterday talking about why is no one talking about how his mom drove him across state lines with a pistol, with a gun, and then dropped him off? You know what I'm saying? That is it's fucking just, questionable. Yeah, that you know what I'm saying? It's like, and no one said anything about that. You know, we're all questioning this kid, but yet this kid, and like I said, I'm not saying that I'm with this kid. What he did is absolutely fucking stupid, and you're gonna have to deal with the consequences. It just is what it is. Two plus two is four. I don't give a fuck what anybody fucking says. But I wouldn't have took my kid that, to do that. I wouldn't have let my kid at all do that. It's just so fucking retarded that 
like all that this is an actual situation that we're dealing with right now you know what i'm saying it just lets you know the 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 complex thinking of america of certain americans right now it was it's just crazy when society gets to a point like if he doesn't get locked up like it's like when oj happened i remember somebody telling me a story about oj when they were the trial was going on they were in school all the kids turned to this this past guest of mine and went if he isn't innocent we're coming for you and it's like this group hate that you start to see. And I'm like, dude, when does as society, we should be working together, not tearing each other apart. But I, I think this is just also the amount of lying that goes on. It's very, very hard to see who's on your team or not. It's the truth. It's the fucking truth. It's and it's the, weirder that we have teams. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's setting their little tribes of like, this is what we believe. This is what we're going to do. And we're rational. I'm like, sometimes, you know, you need that outside perspective to see if we've gone a little too far. Yeah, even the, like the progressive people that say they're progressive, I'm like, oh, they, they, they drive me the work. I'm about to say, I don't think nuts. so. <laughs> nuts. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, yeah, people are so, that shouldn't even be a term. You should, let, let's just be a fucking people. You know what I'm saying? That's like, it, it, it's, it, it, like I say, there, there are certain things that drive me fucking nuts. And I stay clear of these fucking people, clear of these fucking things because, you know, I consider myself a level headed regular fucking person in the world you know what i'm saying and it was like no i'm a better person i hate when people start talking about they're better than other people and i'm like oh my god i know what everything means i'm like no you fucking don't you know you know what I'm saying? nobody knows what everything fucking means i just think you have a rational perspective and it seems like rational is kind of like the thing that's unpopular in a lot of opinions like <laughs> very even, very. even when i'm rational about some things people go that's an unpopular thing and it's like well then do you want me to either be super super insane or do you want me to be as strict to your opinion as you want me to be but i feel like there's never a definitive and i think just kind of understanding the situation or observing your surroundings and that comes from having a hard past you know when you go through a lot you know like okay there's three cars at the end of my block there used to only be two so that means one of those things is a danger or one of those things it's just observing these small things that no one really can walk into a room and be able to tell you everything it's like those videos where it's like but did you see the monkey and then you see like there's a guy in a chimp outfit walking around this group of people it's like you didn't notice that because you're not aware you're only paying attention to what they tell you to pay attention to Yep, exactly. And what's even crazier is like, nobody's allowed to have an independent thought anymore. You know what I'm saying? If you don't roll with the crowd, all of a sudden you're against the crowd. I was like, uh, no, nah, we're taught as a young age to be our own personality, have our own general thoughts and to be able to speak our own fucking opinions. Because if we can't, if, if someone's opinions against the fucking majority, all of a sudden we're the fucking bad guy. That's the great thing about America. Because in America, everyone can have an original thought. But guess the fuck what? In other countries that have no fucking freedoms, oh, you have an original thought? Uh, come talk with me over here in this room where no one can see us. You know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden they're gone forever. And then that's how they're treating people now. They're like literally trying to cancel culture everybody to the point where nope you got to follow the crowd because if you don't you're against us and we're gonna fucking kill you and it, it's just it's just so fucking insane that it's got to that point in this fucking country it's like when i have jason on i get nervous not really super nervous because i know what he means i know he's a good person but he says stuff that's not in the norm of a lot of people and i get people that message like you should talk to this per you should talk to him about this you should tell him about this you should tell him he's being very offensive and i'm like i know he doesn't have hate in his heart though and if as people if you lose the aspect of being able to sense if someone's a hateful person then maybe you should go take some fucking classes on it because it's an important trait to have to be able to sense out if someone's going to hurt you or not but now everyone 
labels everything as a fucking danger. And I don't necessarily think that's true. Yeah, people can speak how they want. You know what I'm saying? That's the great thing about podcasting. We can talk about whatever we want, do whatever we want. And I've had Jason on my podcast multiple times. And let me tell you right now, you can tell that he's just being genuine about himself. You know, just because you're offended by what he says doesn't mean he fucking thinks he's offending anybody. Because guess the fuck what? If I don't feel like I'm offending anybody and someone gets offended, guess the fuck what? You have the right to be offended and I have the right to just continuing doing what I want to fucking do. I don't have to change my thought process. I don't have to change my speaking process. I don't have to change any aspect of my life because you're uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's so fucking weird that people really get like that. Why are you thinking like that? As a, because I fucking can. Why are you talking like that? Because I fucking can. You know what I'm saying? If you're offended or triggered by it, then guess what? Plug your fucking ears or leave. So they have the right to remain motherfucking silent. Hundred fucking percent. Well, Ben, dude, I'm happy you're all right, man. And I appreciate you for doing my podcast again. Is there a place where people can find the angry dad? Guess the fuck what? I'm the angry motherfucking dad. You want to watch my shit? IGTV, YouTube. You want to listen to it? Spreaker, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, SoundCloud, Deezer, iHeartRadio. This motherfucker's everywhere. You can easily fucking find it. Rate, review, like, subscribe, and guess the fuck what? You're listening to Out of the Blank.